Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's session of To Have and To Roll. I'm keeping the intro and outro kind of short this week. I just got back from Virginia, where I spent a week with family, mourning the loss of my grandmother. She was a wonderful woman who instilled a desire for justice in me at a young age. She was never willing to accept that things should be as they are, and even after two strokes, still managed to make her voice heard whenever she saw injustice. It's a trait I strive to carry with me, and one which Daft and I have imbued in our characters. I would like to thank my cousin Catherine for helping me name this week's episode while we were driving back from Virginia. This session features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Philip Melton. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to Curse, to Curse of the Crimson, of the Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. So, beautiful wife, what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so we had been infiltrating. The Hell Knight Citadel of the Order of the Nail, the Citadel Order Vraid, of the Nail, yes. To rescue Kester, who had been taken there by a... Um, a, a sweet child. Not a rogue, but a lone-acting Order of the Pyre yes. guy, Signifier yeah. Strickland. Yes, an Inquisitor named Signifier Strickland. Who had taken Kester yes. because Kester was saying deeply heretical, concerning cultish things yes. about Aridan. And you found Kester. We did. And a, we also found a Dracolisk. A Dracolisk. Which takes all of the nasty things about a dragon and, and all, all of the, the nasty, nasty things, things about, about a basilisk. basilisk and puts them together yes. in one extremely ill-mannered package. Yes. It's so mean. I love it. And so you fought it. We fought it. Lenore What's turned, turned to stone, stone after yes. bravely fighting the the Dracolisk and doing tons and tons of damage to it. Yes. Um was uh rolled poorly on a fortitude save and was turned to stone. Mm. We got uh we killed Signifier Strickland and yes. took his stuff. Took his stuff. And saved Kester. Yeah, we saved Kester. Uh, Kester had been doing sort of menial labor, staring into a semi-cursed legend lore basin um, yes. from which he was drawing all of these extremely complicated glyphs and items and things surrounding a blue dragon whose bones had become its own chains. Yes. And Strickland, uh, when he saw that the jig was up, tried to stuff as many of these as he could into his pocketses and escape. But he did not succeed. He was very dead. We took the stuff. 
We took Kester, we took Lenore's statue, and we teleported back to the house. Upon which point, uh, Edgar was like, hey guys, welcome back. Where's Lenore? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Edgar wasted no time in being like, where's my wife? Understandable. Understandable. Um, Yeah, you guys all teleport back and Lenore's not there. So upon discovering that Lenore had been turned to stone, Edgar was insistent upon accompanying the party to uh, the... um, I think probably the temple, the, the Bank, Bank of Abadar. Yeah. Uh, it's the only place that would be able to give you the magic you desire. Yeah. And um, now that Bloodveil's on its way out, maybe they'll have time like today or tomorrow or maybe. the day after that maybe. to have somebody prep stone flesh. Yes. So we were on our way out. Uh, and as we were right. walking, we discovered that there was a bit of a commotion going yeah. on at the south end of town. Um, yes, there are people. So, there are people. Uh, when you when you get to one of the main thoroughfares along your way toward the Bank of Abadar, uh, you do notice that there is a large crowd of people that are moving south. Yes. Uh, um. So Ophelia has said um, she's in her social identity right now. Uh huh. Um. She is peeling off from the rest of the group to go down and see what's going on. Okay. And everybody else is going to proceed to the Bank of Abadar. Okay. Uh, now, do you have Castor in tow with you? As well? Um, yes. Okay. Now, which thing would you like to do first? Would you like to go to the bank first? Or would you like to follow what, what Ophelia is doing right I now? I'd like to follow what Ophelia is doing first. Okay. So, Ophelia, you, you uh, peel off uh, to join the crowds that are heading south. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be moving along Dead Shawanti Way toward uh, the university district. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, like, asking anybody anything? Uh, yeah. Um, Ophelia would like to ask people... Uh, What's going on? Why are we all going south? Oh, uh, did, did you not see the message? No. There was a message uh, written in the sky uh, moments ago that there would be a, a dress. Oh. Um, it, it's faded now, but... um. Well, goodness, I should look up more often. You, you really should. It, it, it said that the queen has an address regarding oh. the end of Bloodvale. Oh, my. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, thank you. Um, all right, so if the queen wants to talk about Bloodvale, uh, Ophelia is going to duck into an alley and put on her random average person, guys, um, so that she's no longer recognizable as Ophelia or Siren. Okay. The last thing I want is for Queen Iliosa to point me out in the crowd. <laughs> um, okay, that's fair. Uh, so you are just looking like a generic Yes, I am a generic lady. aquatic half-elf lady. Yes. All right. Uh, so you make your way south through the university district's uh, the crowds are, are a bit tight and at times, you know, you're jostling and mm-hmm. really great. Are, are you shingle dashing your way there or are you, um, uh, ooh. you could, you could get up onto the roofs and I, Assassin's Creed this I shit. Would, I would love to, uh, I would love to Assassin's Creed this shit. All right. Uh, do you want me to make some checks? Well, you're not chasing anybody, so time isn't really relevant. Okay. So you can take 20 on shingle dashing hey, right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so looking up, you will see that it does seem that there's, like, uh, clouds that are sort of dissipating that mm. were once in the shape of probably letters. Mm. Surrender Dorothy. Surrender Dorothy, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, so you gather that there was some sort of message displayed for the entire city. Okay. Okay. Um, and it does seem that... As you follow these throngs of people pushing their way south, uh, that a, a gathering of people that, with the recent uh, blood veil outbreak, makes you nervous just seeing this many people together. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, you can assure yourself, okay, no, we made the cure, and the cure is more virulent than the disease. Yes, the cure is contagious. The cure is contagious. So the first time anybody said anything nice about one of their albums. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So you make your way to uh, Crest Circle East, which circles the hill 
on which Academy is built. Yes. And follow it south mm-hmm. as it turns around the base of the hill and comes to a familiar locale, Domina Square. Mm-hmm. It is where Iliosa has tried to have so many executions. Yep. Where she successfully executed the Queen's physicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, she was not able to execute Dr. Duvalis because you already killed him. So sad. And you will gather that she's in the middle of a speech right now. All right. Uh, and when when you get there, she is talking about how, how this tragedy has brought us together stronger than we have ever been. Do you want to ask anybody, like, what's going on or anything? Yeah. Um, how, how long has she been going on? Give me a diplomacy to gather information. All right. That'll depend on how, how much information you get. Yeah. Uh, I don't get I don't get any bonuses for being my social identity, nope. but that's what I get for being secret. Yes. Well, I got a 16 on die, so that's a 31. So uh, you push around the crowd. Uh, excuse and, me, excuse me, pardon me. And uh, you probably managed to draw the attention of, of a guy who's who's selling uh, wooden guillotines. <laughs> I went like, to Domina Square and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. And, and, uh, and the guy, the guy's sitting there like, guillotines, t-shirts, get your commemorative Iliosa items. Hi. Um, Coins. I, hi. Uh, I, hello. I, say, I love your shop. Um, I, I got something here for um, my son-in-law just uh, the other week. Uh, so thank you for all that you do. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering... Um, do you know anything more about what's going on here? Like, when do oh, things yeah, get set up? Queen got everybody together. Uh, she put a message in the sky about an hour ago and uh, said that uh, we all should gather for a public address about uh, the uh, announcing the end of Blood Veil, etc., etc. Okay, okay. Uh, it's really good. I, you know, I've been I've been locked up in my house so long, I feel like I, I don't even know what the world outside is like anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, right? I, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's so good that things are getting better now. Yeah, but hey, you want to you buy a guillotine? Oh, um, you look, know. Look, you can put carrots in it and chop the carrots up. That's adorable. Yeah, let's punish the carrots for their um, crimes. Is there, is there anything else? Yeah, she went on for a little bit about, uh, she went on for a little bit about, um, how, how, uh, it's, it's a shame that, that, um, the cult of Ergothoa had corrupted one of her dearest friends, Dr. Duvalis. And uh, how that corruption in turn went on to the physicians that he had appointed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's pretty crazy stuff. You know, yeah. you think you can trust a guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people that do face these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so it's such a shame. Uh, I wish and, people would be honest. And, once uh, as, as this is going on, she's sort of talking about you know waffling on about unity mm-hmm. and our strength together as people. The real sickness was in our hearts, and the cure is community. Yes. And he goes, anyway, um, yeah, uh, she got, she got like everybody here. Look, and, uh, you look up and she, she's basically standing at a lectern, mm-hmm. uh, with Corvosan flags on either side of her. Of course. Uh, and a line of great maidens across the front of the platform As you and do. a line of gray maidens across the back and interspersed, uh, between the gray maidens. Uh, you, you will also see, uh, Marcus Endrin, Cressida Croft, Sabina Marin and Togamore. Togemore. Yes. The tailor. The tailor. He's here? He's here. Uh, and you will see uh, you'll see that as you look up at Queen Iliosa, there is something that is immediately drawing your eye. She is wearing a resplendent crown <gasps> crafted of gold 
and, and what looks like bone, bone with a bright red gem in the center. This is the crown that Kester drew. And get, getting a look at it now, you can see the prongs of the crown look like fangs. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Y'all, the crown looks evil as frick. Um, okay. Um, do you know, uh, why are all those other people up there? What's, what's the deal? I don't know. It's some sort of, you know, it's a public address. You know, they wanted to get everybody together. I you know, it projects strength, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, right. as, as, she, as she's going on, she just says, the doctor's body, having been questioned by the Temple of Asmodeus, has been returned to Cheliax for burial in his family vaults. And remaining members of the Queen's physicians will be found, and justice will be rendered. Of course, our thanks go out to the Cover of Night, the heroes that you no doubt have heard of, that aided in bringing the Queen's physicians' treachery to light. Unfortunately, they could not be reached for this gathering. But Corvosa remains wounded. Bloodvale has had a lasting impact on our city. The death toll is indescribable. It's so small. I wanted it to be bigger. In this trying time, we must look at the measures that we have taken as a city. See our weaknesses and shore up our strengths. As such, we must look at those that have abandoned their posts. The Order of the Nail has shown its true colors and fled like cowards to Citadel Vraid. And worse, this abandonment has impacted the Corvosan Guard and the Sable Company irreparably. Oh no. Both have suffered terrible losses over the past oh, few weeks. No. And neither is fully capable of continuing on as protectors of Corvosa. You as such, I have no choice but to appoint Sabina Marin as the new general of Corvosa's armies. There is a murmur that goes up over the crowd of what? Why, why, do, why, do, why does she need to do this? And for the failures to protect the city and for the incredible expenditure of maintaining the Hippogriff Marine forces, the Sable Company must be disbanded. Oh, no. You see, you see, uh, you see the lines on Marcus Endron's face crease, his hands tightening, much like the Arthur meme. <laughs> She's cleaning house. It has also come to my attention that an attempt was made to appoint Commandant Endron to a more permanent role. And while it is understandable that the responsibilities of the role of Seneschal must be executed. Unfortunately, in light of Neolandus Kalapopoulos' abandonment of the city, and due to the extenuating circumstances of Blood Vale, a charter amendment has been made that in times of great peril, empty positions may be filled by the sitting monarch. Oh, and no. the appointment of Commandant Endrin to the role of Seneschal is therefore unlawful. During the Bloodvale catastrophe, 
We needed leadership. We needed strong guidance. And to that, I turned to my friend and advisor, Togemore. What? Togemore sort of smiles, and you can see just rage etched across Marcus Endrin's face. What? Given the expenditures of the Sable Company, and given the unlawful appointment to the role of Seneschal, Marcus Endrin, I must ask that you resign your commission as Commandant and surrender your badge of office. Oh, frick. And you see Endrin and Cressida exchange looks. You can see the, the imperceptible look of dread on Cressida's face, like where you can tell that she's trying to cover it and that most people probably wouldn't be able to see this, but you can tell. Yeah, we're friends. You, you, you know something's wrong. Oh, no. Endrin <laughs> takes a deep breath and steps forward. He pulls the badge from the side of his armor. A silver badge with a black field etched into it and a red anchor with wings. And he steps up toward Queen Eliosa. He raises the badge in front of him and chucks it at her face. <laughs> the badge flies through the air and you have like a slow motion of the badge tumbling through the air. You can you can see it just sailing by. And as the as the badge is in midair, he draws his bow oh my and, God. and an arrow pulls forth from the quiver and you see a gleam of light. <gasps> Named bullet! The, the badge cuts across her cheek, opening up a wound. And as the arrow releases, you hear him say, your shameful reign ends now. Queen Iliosa Arabasti, Corvosa will be free again. And an arrow embeds in her skull and then quickly another one is released and embeds in her heart. You see this explosion of arcane energy out the back as blood and brain matter go flying out. Holy fuck! You see the, the Grey Maidens quickly draw, move to draw their weapons, and as they do so, out from the crowd, hooded figures come forward with swords drawn, and and, 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 and a melee is breaking out at the, at the base. Cool. And as the queen slumps over, Marcus Endrin uh, holds his bow up and goes, Everyone, stand down, stand down. As Seneschal of Corvosa, I demand that you stand down. Togemore narrows his eyes at him, but does not raise a hand. He doesn't move to cast a spell. Um, this was not how I expected this going. And you see, you see, um, the, the melee continues for a couple seconds with Grey Maidens and Sable Company Marines fighting. A few are killed very quickly. And then there becomes a standoff. So fast, you can barely see it. We're going to go into slow motion for a second. <gasps> the queen stands back up oh. and you see, you can see the side of her face where the arrow impacted knitting back together. 
and the and the wound around her chest healing as she pulls the arrow forward from there and pulls the other one from her skull. What? And tosses one aside, grabs Marcus Endrin by the neck, raises him up, and stabs him through the bottom of the jaw. What? She holds him there as he convulses, twisting the arrow, and then throws him to the side at Togemore's feet, to which Togemore gently grasps the body and stuffs it into a bag at his side. Oh my god. With blood still running down the side of her face, she cries out, This shall be the fate of all enemies of Corvosa. Mark his punishment well. It is only the first. And then she steps backward. Iliosa takes Togemore's hand, and they teleport away. What? The the remaining Sable Company marines flee into the crowd. As soon as you think, oh, I, I need to find Cressida, you realize that she's gone as well. Oh, no. My kingdom for one rank in spellcraft right now. Okay. Shit. Okay. Um, what's the reaction of the crowd right now? Are people um, panicking? There, there is a bit of a riot going out as, you know, people who are royalists uh, clash with people who are, you know, traditionalists. Okay. Uh, and, uh, there, yeah, a fight is breaking out everywhere. I did not expect any of these things to happen. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm getting out of here. Um. <laughs> okay. You're getting out? Yes. All right. Um, roll, um... Roll, uh, I think just a combat maneuver to move through or acrobatic move through another person's Ac- square. Acrobatics to move through another person's square. <laughs> I was thinking shove, but yeah, you get acrobatics to do it. Oh, I got an 18 on die. Okay. Uh, that's a 32. Oh, 37. Yeah. So you definitely maneuver through the crowd, <laughs> being able to get out before the violence gets to where you're standing. Ophelia like climbs up on like a climbs up like a rain gutter or something and gets up onto the roofs. It would look really cool if anybody were paying attention. And yeah, yes. she's just, she's Where are gonna, you going to uh, go into the Bank of Abadar. Okay. Let's cut back. So the rest of you. Boy, am I glad nothing exciting is happening at all right now. I don't know what I would do if I had to put up with extra things happening on top of Lenore being turned to stone. Yes. So the rest of you are going to the Bank of Abadar uh, and there's an orderly queue forming at the bank tellers. There's, um, there's, you know, normal business seems to have uh, resumed. Um, Unia sort of has their their hand on Edgar's shoulder, uh, just to make sure that he's um, it. You know, he's he's that he's doing okay emotionally, and their he, other their other hand is holding Kester's. You can see you can see his brow furrowed, and he he his 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 posture is quite rigid uh, in a way that suggests that he doesn't really like being at the Bank of Abadar, but he knows that we have to be here for stuff like this. I know. Um, would, I know you would rather be at the bank of Shellen, at the church, <laughs> at the church of Shellen. I imagine they would have something rather poignant to say about yes. how your wife looks as a statue. Uh, um, unfortunately, I know just as well as you, the church of Shellen is not equipped to handle this sort of thing. Perhaps it's for the best. 
Maybe. I don't know how I would be able to handle them. So what do we do here? Um. Uh, so we basically, we get into line and then we tell them that we're the cover of night and we have a lot of money and we would like them to do an expensive spellcasting oh. service. Yes. And then they go, oh boy, money. And then they yes. do our, they do the spellcasting service for uh, us. So you get into line at the, uh, at the receptionist desk. Uh, and it's actually a fairly short line. Most people are just there for banking. Uh, and uh, the receptionist, I believe, was a half-orc lady, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who just goes, Hello, and welcome to the Bank of Abadar. How Hi. can we help you today? Uh, we need a casting of Stone to Flesh. Oh, Stone to Flesh is a very is a very powerful spell, and unfortunately can only be can only be uh, managed by the Archbanker himself. We're willing to make an appointment. We can pay. Oh, let me see what his schedule looks like. Just looking through a ledger. Damien looks back at Edgar and rolls his eyes. It looks like we can get you something in in nine days for a six-level spellcasting appointment. Is there anything we can do to get that moved up? We're the cover of night. Uh, cover of night? Um, Lenore Melosave, uh, uh, um, our... One of our the members of our group uh, is the one who's been afflicted with flesh to stone, uh, and she does a lot that's extremely helpful for the city. Yes, I've heard of you. Um, nine days without Lenore is going to be a, a dark nine days indeed. Well, uh, we can always put you on call so that if if a spot opens up, uh, you know somebody misses their appointment or something. Unfortunately, there are there are several resurrections of very important people that need to be attended to, including uh, healing magic. Uh, you see, a lot of a lot of very important people uh, require the same amount of magical care as you. Mm-hmm. And the Bank of Abadar uh, has a strict policy about attending to matters as they are presented. Now, if a, in case of a canceled appointment, we could reschedule you for an earlier day, but the best thing is probably to schedule for the for the nine-day out appointment. All right, we'll do that. Looks back at Edgar, mouths the word, sorry. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Archbanker is a very busy man and all of his spells are accounted for through the next nine days. Okay, random question. You wouldn't happen to know where any basilisks are in the region? Or if there's any basilisk blood that people are selling? Basilisk blood. I don't have anything in my bounty reports. Um, if you wanted to check with any of the nearby towns, they might have bounties posted. Or per- perhaps Citadel Volshianic. Okay, we can go check Citadel Volshianic. Unfortunately, Volshianic. no. The Bank of Abadar doesn't keep records on monster sightings. Okay. Um, well, I appreciate it. Put us down for the appointment nine days out. Let us know if there's any cancellations. I suppose we'll just, uh, make do in the meantime. Okay. Uh, so, um, we'll probably... What's gonna happen to Lenore? Lenore will not know anything is wrong. She isn't... Would you like us to hold on to the petrified person? I can get you set up with a bank. If you if you store if you store them here, we could just go to your vault in the event of a cancellation and uh, cast stone uh, to flesh. Look, looks back at Eckert. Is that something that you want to do? I want her back. 
Yeah. I want her back as soon as possible. Well, uh, putting her in a in a vault here will get her back sooner if there's been a cancellation. Yes, in the event of a cancellation, we can ensure that that the archbanker will attend to uh, attend to the casting of stone to flesh uh, at the end of the day. That would that would be uh, at nine p.m. If we do manage to get to your appointment sooner, we will send an imp with a message. Okay. Is that all right? <laughs> Looking at Edgar. I just want her back. I. Okay. As soon as we can. All right. Right. So it would be 660 gold for the casting of stone to flesh. Okay. You can pay now or you can pay uh, after it has been cast. Uh, however, a deposit of 10% is required uh, to hold the appointment. That's fine. Um, uh, Damien will hand over uh, six platinum and six additionally, gold. Additionally, uh, there is a banking fee for access to a vault capable of holding a creature that has been turned to stone. Of course. That would be a, ver- a fairly large vault and has a 25 gold fee for the month. All right. We now can you can that. continue paying this fee. Uh, the fee can be waived if you if you agree to our super saver program, which involves <laughs> investing in the in the Corvosan no, economy. No, that's fine. We don't need to do that. We have great options available with diversified for, portfolios. No. <laughs> Damien will hand over six platinum and thirty nine gold or thirty one gold. Uh, okay, that's that should be the uh, the ten percent for holding the appointment and the twenty five for the vault for the month. Very good. Well, we will we will uh, hold on to your statue, and if you have any other belongings, they can also be placed in your vault. Additionally, if you are interested, we are trying out a new system whereby you can store all of your coin here in the Bank of Abadar and have and have access to a holy symbol that keeps track of the amount of money in your account, so that you don't have to handle money yourself. If you are paid with physical money, you can just press it to the holy symbol, and it will be teleported to your vault. That would be uh, that. That's a that's a very interesting solution. This uh, service is available for fifty gold per month. No thanks. No. No. But it will save you all the hassle of carrying coin. It's okay. We have a bag of holding. Oh. <laughs> I guess that works too. <laughs> Look, I uh, I know it's your job. I um. Do you, do you have comment cards? Yes. Would you like to fill out a comment card? Yeah, I'll do that. Excellent. Please make sure that you include your name, home address, and the best way to contact you. Okay. Let me just take one of those. I'll fill it out later. If you fill it out now, you can be entered in a drawing to win a Cloak of Resistance. We have a lot to deal with right now. Um, I will fill it out and bring it back later. Okay. Thank you, you have a good so day much. Now. Uh, <laughs> Your vault, your vault will be available to you. Here is a key. Thank you. Uh, Give that to Edgar. Edgar just sort of takes it. He kind of turns it over in his hand, looking at the uh, city that seems to be built in the loop. Mm. It's a rather large key. It's yeah. like the size of your hand. Um, Very Abadaran of them. Uh, so I guess we just put her there. I mean, for now, it's probably uh, the best we can do. Unia raises their head. I can attest to the importance of having one's statue placed in an area that is safe. They (laughs) gesture at their scar. Okay, okay. Water damage is hard to get out. Okay. And um, you make your way to the vaults. 
Yep. Uh, you find the one that seems to be indicated by the number on your key. Mm-hmm. Vault 287. Ah. Which is located below the main structure in sort of the the uh, undercroft of the temple. There's very large gilded doors everywhere, each bearing a rather elaborate number. And uh, you get to Vault 287 and turn your key and it's 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 very much like like it's not like the key to a door mm-hmm. it's it's like you have put a handle into the center of a very complicated locking mechanism mm-hmm. and you're just turning it as and you can you can hear the gears turning oh. inside uh, and and you can also see like little illusory lock symbols on the sides that each time you turn the lock it it unlocks one of these illusions, and the illusion just pop, 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 Cute. pop uh, Cute. that seem to be indicating uh, wards against teleportation, uh, wards against things that can like just pass through the walls, wards against evil, mm-hmm. uh, that all just seem to be protecting the vault from magical intrusion. Mm-hmm. And you go in. Yeah? Yep. What do you do? Well, um, I guess we... Uh, we take Lenore's statue out of the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. You um, see her there uh, frozen in. What kind of position is she frozen in? Uh, so she would have been, she would have had her her faux shard out, um, probably arms ready to uh, extend in their wibbly-wobbly way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, a, it's kind of an action pose that she's been frozen yeah. in. Um, like her mini. Yeah, like her mini. Um... Mm-hmm. And just do a version of her mini that's all stone. Yeah, and so it, it's a little it's a little difficult to maneuver uh, the body yeah. out of the rather narrow yeah, a little, opening. A little the... doing for like getting first the faux shard head out, and then mm-hmm. the arms, yeah. and then twisting it so the he- so her head gets out, and then the mm-hmm. back, and just being like, oh, this is yeah. stretching kind of weird, and just being like extremely careful. Yeah. Um, but then you get her in there, and she's just sitting here in this. W- rather well lit room actually yeah. uh, there's shelves in here uh, that you could use to pile stuff up there's like little filing cabinets where you can put documents potion racks it's it's a pretty well equipped vault and you just set her there war face looking at you you see Edgar place a hand on her stone hand You came back for me. I'll come back for you. If you all will just leave me the key, I'll be a minute. Yeah, uh, we'll wait outside. Uh, Make sure you get back safe. I will. Come on, Kesta. So when is the law going to get healed? Well, the Bank of Abadar can't do it for another nine days. It seems from the steam rising out of Damien's ears that he may be attempting to find a way for us to fight a basilisk or obtain basilisk blood so that we may restore her ourselves. But for now, we must wait. I can speak from my own experience in that Lenore will probably awaken in the vault not even being aware that any time has passed okay um can i go see my mum's now of course 
I, I do miss them a lot. Do you know, will it be safe for you to see them, or should we organise some sort of meeting somewhere safer? Why wouldn't it be safe? Did did not signify a stripling retrieve you from your home? <gasps> oh, but he's not coming back though, right? No, no, I, you, I do you not believe so. You guys took care of him, right? We did. Okay. I suppose it should be safe enough then, if he had no accomplices. Okay. We can take you up to see your mother. Uh, okay. And, uh, probably about now, uh, you would be met by Ophelia? Yeah, um... I guess as you're, as, probably as you're heading out of the yeah. Bank of Abadar. Uh, a, a lady, a lady we don't recognize, uh, runs up to, uh, runs up to, um, Edgar and Kester and, uh, and Unia and Damien. Guys, guys, you won't believe what just happened. It's, it's horrible. Oh no, oh no, this is so bad. What's, what's going on? Um... Sorry, uh, hold, hold on. Uh, Who are you? She she runs off. Um, a minute later, Ophelia comes back. <laughs> hey, Ophelia, there was Hi. just this weird lady here. Hi, no, the weird lady was me. I'm so sorry. Um, there was a meeting in Domina Square. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw the message in the sky before you guys teleported in. Figured it probably wasn't a good idea for me to go there. No, it was a real... It, no, it, it, it's, it's good. Um, uh... Sorry. Queen Iliosa disbanded? the Sable Company and the Corvosan Guard and put Sabina Marin in charge and Marcus Endrin shot her. Iliosa, not Sabina, shot Iliosa with, I think it was one of those named bullets he talked about? And it, it killed her. It, it killed her very dead. And then... She came back, and she wasn't dead anymore. And what do you she, mean? And she healed, and she picked him up by the throat and stabbed him and held him until he bled out and threw him to Togemore? I, I, the Taylor guy, the Taylor guy who was apparently like her best friend now, and he, and, and, he, and he put him in a bag. Anybody else having anything to comment on this? Um, What's going on? Uh, uh, Damien would like to make a spellcraft check. Wait, she she healed after being killed by a damn bullet? That doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna make a spellcraft check. Sure. Twenty-seven. Um, so you heard uh from his own words that Marcus Endrin said that they often equip Sable Company Marines with arrows enchanted with named bullet. Yeah. And you know that what named bullet does is uh, it automatically threatens a critical. Mm -hmm. You also know that a that a composite longbow has a times three crit. And so if he had two named bullets that's two arrows with times three crits. Um, well she should have died from that. I saw it blew out the back of her skull Damien. Oh. So she did die? Uh, do I know what might be the deal with her not staying dead? Like, did was it, did it just like bring her very close? That would I think that would be a knowledge arcana to figure out what might cause that. Okay, I can roll that. Obviously, you weren't there, so you don't know for sure. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Um, oh, that's 
Not a great role. 23? Yeah, you're not entirely sure. Well, well I don't... Like, you would need to have seen to get, like, a good idea of what yeah. happened to her. She she also... She had that crown. That crown that Kester drew. you have one of the drawings. Yeah, the, the crown that Kester do, drew, and Ophelia pulls it out of, like, her 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 jacket pocket. A little crumpled up. Yeah. It, it was this one. The crown... It was made of metal and fangs. And it was this crown. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that in the water. It it was attached to the dragon. Yeah. Um, what other things were attached to the dragon? We didn't um, have time to take all of them. I didn't get a good look at them. I, I was still kind of trying to figure out the the crown. That's that's okay. The, 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 the guy, uh, the, uh, Mr. Strickland said... Mr. Strickland said that it was really important that we find out where these things are because oh. we needed to find them to protect everybody. I think we found that one. Okay. He <sighs> said that we that if we don't find them that it could be real bad for everybody in the world. Well, um Queen Eliosa when she got back, she was pissed. So I as much as I hate to say it, uh, the person that we hate most might be right. Well, uh, I don't know if he knew anything else about it, but I think he can't really tell us right now. No. No. No, I, it's probably better that he can't. I don't really know. I just know there was a dragon and he was hurt and he had chains on him. And I, it's it's kind of fuzzy now. I can't really think about it's it. It's okay. You don't have to remember My any of it. kind of hurts. It's okay. You've been through a lot. We're yeah. going to get you home? Are, 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 we, are we taking him back to his mom's? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. My oh, head kind of hurts. Um, where's Lenore? <sighs> She's in a vault. They're not going to get to her for nine days. That's ridiculous. I know, I know, but who am I going to tell? The lady at the, at the desk? She can't do anything about it. I was thinking we could try to find a basilisk. Um, apparently you can make some stuff with basilisk blood, bring people back that way, but we might need help. Has anybody heard from Center recently? No? No, I've not. Alright, well, I guess we'll see what we can do first. We have to get you, uh, Damien bends down, uh, to look at Custer, back to your parents. So let's do that. Okay. Alright. Goodness. A lot of stuff going on right now. A lot right of stuff now. going on Ooh. right now. Yeah. Um. So. Togemore. Togemore. The, the tailor. Yes. Gosh, are we going to have to kill Togemore? I hope he hasn't put anything, like, bad in our Oh, shit. Uniforms. I didn't describe, actually, how, how Iliosa is dressed now. Oh. Oh. Uh, so, so um, little, little rewind. Uh, actually, I have art. I couldn't really show you the art until the assassination actually went through. Yeah, I understand that. But yeah, uh, so Iliosa was now decked out in a new dress. Uh-huh. A brilliant crimson dress. Oh my goodness. Here, check it out. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's this it's this it's this dress that's made of like very, very rigid cloth. That mm -hmm. seems to make almost almost looks like armor. Yeah. And this brilliant gold crown with red gems on it. It's it's very spiky. It's a very spiky dress. It looks extremely evil. It looks quite evil. Uh, and she she does have her little uh, her little uh, 
loopies that are coming off the sleeves and attaching yes. uh, to her waist like she had before. Mm-hmm. She does like those. She likes those. Uh, uh, and then she's got like a necklace. I guess Togemore made this for her. Uh, yeah. And it would have, uh, it would have, you would have also seen that it seemed to have like, like magical, magical light swirling around it when you look at it. It, it looks quite magical. <laughs> hey, Ophelia, how are you feeling about a wardrobe change? Yeah, you can even see the little cut across her, 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 uh, face where the badge hit. Yeah. And then, and then where the, where the arrow, arrow impacted in her head. In her temple. Yes. Ouch. Oh, and the one that hits her in the chest. I gotta, yeah. I gotta say, he tried real hard. He did. To kill her. Yeah. I'm inclined to say he succeeded. Mm-hmm. Or would have if maybe maybe she wasn't alive anymore. Maybe maybe the um, Ergothoans turned her into some sort of intelligent undead and she can't be killed through massive damage. Uh, hard to say. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to say. Uh, I have no idea what the frick is happening. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. Cool. So the question, of course, now is if you want to get Kester back to his family, how are you getting into old Corvosa? Oh, frick. Right. It's closed. Or do you just want to... Now, there's also the possibility that you could just send for them to come to you, maybe? Yeah. Could I send Majenko to, like, fly across? Uh, yeah, and, you could. And go find them? Uh, yeah, Majenko's been to their house, right? Yeah. So Majenko could find them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you, would you like him to say? Um, Can you tell them to come to uh, the Jagari Lighthouse? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now it will be. There is also the complication of them getting out. Oh right! Of, oh uh, gosh! Okay, this is logistically complicated. Yeah. Um, so it's either getting a kid in or getting them out. So, so some sort I, of escape from old Corvosa. So I will. So I will say. Welcome to book three. Yeah. Escape hey. from old Corvosa. <laughs> so we will get up to where we were going to cross at the burned out bridges, okay. and we'll stop. Oh, right. Now it's only like three hundred, like three hundred feet across. So. Yeah, but you know it's being guarded by guards with arrows. But if you had, for say, per se, uh, a, a a scroll of dimension door or something, don't. But if you had one, but if I had one, you could. Ah, that'd be easy. I mean, you can also try swimming. Um, so I wonder if anybody has scrolls of dimension door for sale. You ask around. Oh, let's ask around. Uh, now, as of right now, you you can see you can see uh, panic starting to set in around crowds. Uh, by now, people are starting to run for their homes again. Okay, so we we're gonna so we'll head up. We'll be like, "Yep, all ready to take Kester home. You're gonna be home before you know it." Never mind. How about we take you back to Lenore's house for now? We'll figure out how to get you back in there. So much has happened. I don't okay. know. I'm I'm really sorry. You were you here when this? Yeah, you were here when when all this got burned down and stuff. Yeah. You can see they haven't fixed it at all since you've no. left. Apparently, is everything going to be okay? Why are they trying to kill the queen? It's it's complicated. And why didn't the queen die? I don't know. Are we going to be okay? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Troll bluff. 
Uh, 13. Damien, you're not a very good liar. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. What do we do? Let's go back to the house. At that, um, Edgar would go, Are we sure the house is safe now? She knows Lenore lives there. She's, if there's been an attempt on her life, she's going to be looking for enemies. Oh, that's a good point. You all met with Marcus Endrin. There. Gosh, you're right. How long do you think before she finds that out? Okay. All right. I have friends. Maybe we could stay with uh, down in Midland. Uh, but it wouldn't be hard to put together that I might be with them. Oh. Yeah. Do you know of any safe place that we can stay? Ben Carlo Orsini has a safe house, but it's in Old Corvosa. Do we want to try that? It might be our best bet. Yeah. Well, first we gotta get. A, we, first we have to get into Old Corvosa. Do you think that they'll? Well, we can't. We can't go through the checkpoint. Otherwise, they'll know. Mm-hmm. Um. And do we want to do that without Lenore? <sighs> I don't know that I want to isolate myself on Indranial without Lenore. No, I agree. Is there anywhere we can stay until she gets healed? I don't know. That, that's why I'm asking you. Can I roll some sort of a knowledge check? Yeah. Um. Uh, knowledge local. Knowledge okay. uh, geography, maybe. Okay. <laughs> they both rolled eights. So that's 20. 20? Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, one thing will stand out in your mind um, that Cressida gave you a warning of uh, oh, if if the, her, the plans that she has don't work out. Right. We're going to need to find out how we can come back from death. Right. Which she you got was a coded message to go to the Church of Phrasma. Okay. So the Church of Phrasma is probably still safe. Okay. Damien is going to spend a second sort of staring off into space as Cressida's voice echoes through his head. Yes. You could also try um, hanging out with um, the Carowinds. We could. Uh, you, they, they did say that they were kind of in your debt. Or the Soldados. Or the Soldados. Um, but yeah. let's, let's... You hang out with the Soldados. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the Church of Phrasma. We're looking for Center anyway, so... Okay. Okay. So you make your so, way south. Yeah. So Damien's going to stare out at the water through panicked crowds and go, let's go south. I know. I know of a place where he might be safe. Now, do you send off Majenko? Um, to meet with us at the Temple of Phrasma? No, I mean to go tell, uh, oh, to go tell, tell Car- Kester's parents that, he's that safe. you're going to be at the, t- at the Church of Phrasma? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So you send off Majenko. You make your way south through the panicked streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a great sense of alarm here. Everybody is trying to get back into their homes. They're not sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go to Citadel Volshynek or anything? Not right now. I think it's probably best if we stay low and don't yes. either don't remind Iliosa that we're friends with Cressida or remind her that Cressida is friends with us. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. You get to... The Church of Phrasma, this large black building with fortifications built like a, built like a citadel. 
mm-hmm. little arrow slits, and a tall tower with a spiraling line of gleaming bluish white energy that ends in a symbol of phrasma, which is a concentric spiral uh, of brilliant energy that sort of gently pulses mm. like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Pretty. You're met at the doorway by Phrasmin acolytes. You are taken into the sanctuary uh, where there is a very large altar to Phrasma and there are a bunch of people actually gathered here already. Many seem to be kind of afraid. Uh, and uh, not Bishop Bear, but one of the uh, higher ranking acolytes is sort of telling people that uh, to remain calm and that these sorts of deaths while while they may shock the city they are part of this world and we must rally together (laughs) to wait out whatever happens as a result of this assassination attempt (laughs) and there's sort of an air of yeah, with the language that they're using, there is sort of an air that Endrin might have been in the right, mm-hmm. but also clearly not. Like you, you get the sense that the Church of Phrasma believes that Endrin was in the right to go for Queen Iliosa, mm-hmm. but the the language that they're using is not so bold as to say that outright. Yeah. Okay. And Ooh. then. What are you doing? Can we find uh, Bishop de Bear? Um, it does seem that Bishop de Bear is busy right now. Oh, okay. Can we go up to one of the acolytes? Hi, we are uh, looking for. And, and Ophelia is like, it's, it's okay. We're looking for the way you can come back from death. And um, they and uh, the acolyte just sort of looks and goes, "There are many paths. Some." which can take you safely back. Some which should not be walked. Some lead this way. And uh, they gesture, and, uh, and as they're gesturing, actually, you, you, see, you see something uh, rather, rather interesting, that, that they, they make this waving gesture with their hand, but then you note that two of their fingers don't seem to bend, oh. as if they're like prosthetic. Oh. Uh, and then they lead you uh, into uh, a corridor that and pull on a candlestick that opens up a, a secret passage and then pulls back the hood and you recognize Vincarlo Orsini. Greetings, friends. Uh, how did you do that? What? Just a bit of a uh, trick I picked up along the way. That Sometimes was... it's good to blend in other places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so you're you're here. Um, and he starts leading. He's, he grabs actually a torch off of a wall and starts leading you down this passage. Yes, my path has led me to some dangerous dealings in Old Corvosa, and I thought that Bishop De Bear should be made aware of them. What were you asking? Um. Uh, so so you're here. Is is Cressida here? Are there? Uh, Cressida are, will be here soon. There's. Uh, do you know what happened in the square? I have heard, yes. Do you I've I've never heard of anything like that happening and I've just I'm I'm honestly coming up blank. I don't usually do that. We don't know. 
This is where things get difficult, I'm afraid. I have an old friend who knows things about the city. He knows things about Castle Corvosa. You would know him as Neolandis Calipopolis. I have been trying to find him. I have an idea of where he might be. We, we thought he might be dead. We all thought that, but recent events have led me to believe that he is alive and that I can find him. That he might be able to shed light on what power lends Ilios the ability to come back from death so easily. I was waiting here hoping that I would be able to find you because I need to tell you. I need to do this. I need to go alone. But, but you're... No, no offense. I, I know that you're a fencing instructor and you're definitely, you know, not unfamiliar with combat, but can you really do this by yourself? I can. If you don't hear from me within two weeks, go to my house. I am sure you can find an explanation there. Okay. Um, at the moment, Lenora is, well, she got turned to stone. We're waiting for the Bank of Abadar to be available to bring her back or for somebody to helpfully point us in the direction of the nearest basilisk. But right now, we're a little short on numbers. Well, um, I know a number of, uh, very well-trained warriors that might aid you if you're looking for somebody to fill your absent friend's place. Yeah, um... Until she is fit to fight again. Have you seen Cinter anywhere? I have not, We haven't. We haven't seen her since the whole thing with the, um, the hospice. Mm. She just disappeared. I imagine if you wait here long enough, you'll likely see her. She does hang out around here very often. Well, uh, we're going to be here probably for the next week or so, at least, so... Very well. Uh, and, and basically, you've been walking along, like, a secret passage, and it comes out by a tomb on the south side of the Grey District. Oh. Uh, and you gather very quickly that he's leading you to the Dead Warrens. Uh-huh. Well, if they've cleared it out, Ophelia's going to notice the direction that we're going and just go, Um, are you sure this is really the safest place for us to be going? Cressida went to great lengths to make sure that this place was off the books, shall we say. You see, everything that happens within the Grey District must be signed off by the Church of Phrasma. They rule this district in a way that many other districts do not share similar autonomy. And so the exact location of the tomb is not known to anyone else. Well, the files regarding your mission here before, they refer to a Shawanti tomb, but there are hundreds of those buried beneath the gray. Okay, I suppose I'll just try to keep it together. Um, And he'll lead you to uh, the Dead Warrens, where you see that a number of Corvosan guards are now stationed here. Uh, actually, there's a few people like dressed as... Phrasman priests mm-hmm. at the gate mm-hmm. um, that they're sort of they're sort of like walking around uh, but if you like like Ven Carlo would sort of motion for you to stand back a bit mm-hmm. and as you as you stand back while they're walking around it, it seems to be on a patrol the patrol always seems to come back to the dead Warren's entrance uh-huh 
Uh, so now you are safe within the dead warrants. Safe, safe being a relative term. Skulls uh, lining the walls. Yeah, uh, you can still see that there that many of the tables uh, that are that are actually in here have uh, been cleaned a bit and laden with vital documents and armor and things that you would recognize from Citadel Volshynik. Hey, hey, Kester. Well, do you want to learn how to play rat squish? Uh, what's that? No, no, he doesn't want to learn how to play rat squish. Nobody wants to learn how to play rat squish. I want to learn how to play rat squish. To to play rat... <laughs> to to play rat squish. Let me see if I can find the board so here. According to the player's handbook, we need to build you a character first. <laughs> what what race would you like to be? Human. Okay. We don't have any rats. We can't play rat squish. I'm so sorry. I've squished some rats already before. I did it with uh with Yonia. See, you don't even need to play the game. You're already. I want to play. I like that. Fine. It was fun. <laughs> hey, you need to make like fake rats. Yeah, I could do that with Prestidigitation. Uh, anyway. So you guys are so you guys are safe here in yeah. the Dead Warrens. Uh, does Majenko get back? Um, probably in a bit. So how are you feeling about what's going on right now? Both as a player and as your characters. Oh my word! So. There's a lot a, that just happened. Yeah, so I've suspected for a long time that um, Cressida and Marcus Endrin were going to lose their jobs. Um, yes. I wasn't sure if they would also be losing their lives. So when we went to Domina Square uh, to talk and they were there, I was like, oh no, this is going to be, there's going to be some execution nonsense going on here. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting Marcus Endrin to, one... Try to kill Iliosa right here, and mm -hmm. two, succeed. Maybe succeed. Maybe <laughs> succeed. Well, I mean, I'm guessing. I'm I'm guessing. I'm just just a guess. One doesn't usually survive having the back of one's skull blown out. Yeah, it is kind of a place. I, I will say this: it is kind of a place where the Pathfinder mechanics don't quite correlate with what usually happens in these situations. Mm. But if you take named bullet and you also happen to crit twice with a composite longbow and you also happen to have a couple buffs up which he's a ranger he would you know you could kill somebody in a round yeah like, yeah um but not unlikely i wasn't expecting her to just get right back up yeah and Seems i wasn't like nobody expecting, was expecting that and i wasn't expecting her to pick entering up by the neck seems you know she's she's kind of a small lady she doesn't seem like strong enough to do that yeah bards don't generally spec into grab person by the neck feet trees no and then she killed him with a stab through the head yep what, right up through the head right up through the head like that's um there's something very unusual happening here uh, -huh. uh i have a few i have a few ideas the first is that uh iliosa is now some sort of intelligent undead with fast healing um mm. who doesn't get killed by having the back of her head blown out uh mm. and is much more we put, is, we put the uh we put the uh the vital organs in the feet yes <laughs> nobody shoots at the feet and that this was somehow done to her by the church of ergothoa um also possible that um this crown this extremely portentous crown um has given her some ability to defy death um you know maybe she asked i want a crown that uh will keep me from dying as long as i'm queen or something like that and so it's got like contingency wish or something on it maybe. it can do this like a certain number of times 
It's also possible, and this is a little more crackpot, but that this was all a major illusion. Mm. That Iliosa already had Endrin killed. Mm, maybe. And that this was just to make sure that everybody knew that it's really good that Endrin was killed because he was a traitor to the crown. Yes. And Queen Iliosa has a power to defy death, which is really just all illusory. You know, it's it happened. It all happened up on a stage. Like nobody uh-huh. got a chance Removed to interact from everybody. with it. Like, yeah, you couldn't get close so enough to interact. So that's that's possible. Honestly, I think that one's less likely than that. Queen Eliosa was given some sort of undeath deal by the cult of Ergothoa, especially given the stuff that we learned about her signing contracts with them and etc. Um, and Ergothoans, they're all about turning people into intelligent undead, especially beautiful intelligent undead. Uh, and I yep. imagine that Queen Eliosa would be just fine with being an intelligent undead as long as she was pretty. <laughs> she pulls off the dress and, you, and she reveals that she Zargathawa. The dress is hiding the bones. Skeletal legs. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. Who knows? Uh, so anyway. Um, yeah, maybe the dagger is actually just her scythe hand. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, so. So. You hang out in here for a little bit. You know, probably a couple hours pass, actually. Vin Carlo is going to take off. He says that he's basically been waiting for somebody to come here so that he could tell them that he's got a, he's got business on Indranile, that he might know where Neolandis is, but he has to go alone. All right. In two weeks, if you're not back, we'll go to your house. Very good. Um, also, the thing with the prosthetic fingers uh, is a thing that I didn't realize was uh, actually part of Vincarlo's uh, history is that he has that he, he is actually missing two fingers on one of his oh. hands. And he has and he has like little wooden fingers. Oh, that's um, neat. To replace them. Yeah, I suppose you do. You do too many swashbuckly duels. Sometimes you get fingers lost. Yeah, so he actually has two two missing fingers. It, it strikes me as being sort of an Assassin's Creed kind, kind of thing, of, yeah. um, where kind it's of, like, yeah. oh, whoops, I guess I'm, I guess I don't have those fingers now, but yep. now I can slice people with a blade coming up through my palm. We. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's it's actually his pinky finger and his ring finger. Oh. Uh, I don't remember which hand it's on. But he uh, has to be a bachelor forever now. And that's why he can't get married. <laughs> it's a technicality. If you don't have a ring finger, you can't get married. Anyway. So, after a bit of time, um, playing rat squish, I guess, with mm-hmm. major image or just, just silent image, uh, uh, just um, press the digitation, make some little, uh, some little like cr- kind of uh, crunchy paper rats, uh. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy paper rats that you just make into like little pieces that you have to move around. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, eventually uh, a group of people will come in and. Uh, you will hear salutes and clank, yeah, clank, Ow! Yep. <laughs> and uh, you will come around the corner and see Cressida Croft. She looks haggard and tired. Um, and well, uh, uh, Unia will stand up and uh, let her have their seat. She drops a box uh, down next to her. <sighs> Hello. Hello. We've been warding this place. Uh, I was worried that something like this might happen when you revealed what you found out. We're under the effects of a private sanctum now. 
No one can find us here. All right. Every person that you have seen here, I would trust with my life. Corvosa is dying. No, strike that. Corvosa is being murdered, killed by our queen. The evidence you've uncovered links her to the plague. And that's damning enough, but have you heard about what happened? Yes. It sounds unbelievable. She's disbanded the Sable Company. She's reallocated our funding to the Grey Maidens. She is more in control now than ever. And she can't be killed. And she can't be killed. I dare not move against her, as my guards would be executed to the last by her Grey Maidens before sundown if I raised a finger. But she must be stopped. And I know of no one else but you who can do this. Whatever foul magic the queen has wrapped herself in is obviously of the highest order. Endrin's aim was true, and his shot should have killed her. Yes. I had feared that he was going to take matters into his own hands like this, but hoped he would find it within himself to find a better route. If only he could have waited. Waited? I filed paperwork with the Bank of Abadar and the Church of Asmodeus to elevate him to the position of Seneschal. As is your office. As is my office's right. This morning, the order came back. Invalid, because a Seneschal had already been appointed. It seems that the Queen assembled the Council of Five, leaders of the royal families of Corvosa, to amend the charter of the city to allow her to appoint her own seneschal in times of great peril. And the other nobles found this acceptable? I'm hesitant to ask what drove them to accept these terms. Corvosa has always been governed by a balance of powers and to put so much in her hands. I don't understand it. This is extremely concerning. Yes. You've heard then that Vincarlo has left. I hadn't heard much from him during the plague, obviously. Mm. It's hard for an officer of the Corvosan Guard to get an honest opinion from citizens. But I relied on his opinions as a tempering force. When the Queen quarantined old Corvosa, I feared his messages would end completely. But he, of course, found ways to send updates out. He mentioned in one of his letters something about dark magic and a, a pact with a devil. But until this morning, I thought it was difficult to believe. Iliosa has made a pact with the devil. I don't know specifically. He was following up on leads. Hmm. He hinted that he'd found a lead on Seneschal Kalapopoulos. Yes. And he says that he might still be hiding in old Corvosa. But that he had to go alone. I know Vincarlo sees himself as something of a champion of the people. Mm. I don't like him being alone, though. No, we expressed our own concerns in that regard. 
He insisted. So you spoke to him? He he was here. He was here? Yes. We came to the, uh, God, the church. Gods, I haven't seen him in days. We came to the church of Phrasma. Well, I'm glad that he was here, we, but... He, he was in disguise as a... He could have stayed. Phrasman cleric. We asked if we could be shown where to come back from death. I don't know where he's gone in Old Corvosa. If you can also follow him. He told us if he was not heard from again in two weeks that we should go to his house. Should we give him that amount of time? I don't know that I want to do two weeks. Where's Lenore? Lenore was turned to stone by a Dracolisk in Citadel Vraid upon our rescuing of Kester. The Bank of Abadar has vaulted her statue and will apparently be available to restore her in... How long was it? Nine days. It's nine days. uh, I mean, unless you've heard about basilisks or basilisk blood being sold anywhere. Not uh, that I've heard. All right. I'll try to pull whatever strings I can to get that moved up. We've also, we've been looking for Cinta. Um, yes, I could get you in contact with Cinta. If we need to move before Lenore has been restored, we could use her assistance. I can make that happen. Yes. All right. I'll get in contact with Bishop Bear. Thank you. Has Majenko come back yet? Yeah, uh, like getting late into the night, actually, um, Majenko would come back. Uh, to Majenka would be coming to the Church of Phrasma, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Damien, Damien would be would be up there waiting, and uh, Majenko would come in and just be like, "Hey, uh, so I talked to Kester's. Majenko. Hi, 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 Damien. Um, oh, it feels good to be back. Yeah, you know the familiar link. It 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 feels weird when you're far apart. Yeah. Um, I went to Old Corvosa. Things there are really bad. There's, like, gangs patrolling the streets. Yeah. It's really different there. Last time we went, things were pretty bad. I, how how are they different, though? It feels like they know that they're gonna die there. Some people are making it a bit of a party. Oh. Like, Grotus worshippers, I don't know. They seem to like it a little bit. That's not good. I don't know. I feel like... I found Kester's mom's. Okay. Are they okay? They're okay. Um, Tiora said that they could find their way out tonight. Okay. And that if if you can, uh, they'd like to meet at uh, Airy Street. Airy Street. Okay. That would um, be that'd be uh, on the northwest side of town. Okay. Uh, Kester's asleep, but we can we can get him up. They did say that Kinsena can't come here oh it's why uh, uh tiara said that container can't go that far away um she i don't is know is it like a does she have like agoraphobia or something or is it was something about leaving endron isle that she can't go far away from endron isle oh um i can i make a knowledge check of some sort yeah knowledge religion knowledge would be the one. religion or, oh. or uh or arcana actually okay uh, religion well, would probably be more, more yeah, effective. Knowledge religion. Ooh, 30. 30. 
there are a number of kinds of powerful curses that can be placed upon people. Oh. And one of the common ones that you've heard of in your reading is sightbound. Oh. Uh, and that sort of tracks with what they're saying. Now, it could be something else, mm-hmm. but this is a thing that you've heard of happening, happening before, is uh-huh. that uh, a sightbound curse bonds you to a particular 10 foot square and you must remain within 1500 feet of that site or immediately become sickened uh, uh, you must succeed at a dc 15 fortitude save each minute you spend outside the boundary or become nauseated oh wow and for every hour spent outside of the boundary you take 1d4 points of constitution damage no save good lord uh, and when when within your range the range of your bonded site you gain a plus one bonus on caster level checks when casting oracle spells it tends to be an oracle curse um, okay. Though the curse can happen to people who aren't oracles already, Gosh. you become an oracle basically by channeling the curse into more powerful stuff. Oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah. Um. Wow. Uh. Okay. They said that she can't come to. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask her to. I had no idea. Yeah, we'll get Kester. They said that if they were gonna stay on the mainland, they'd have to be in the northwest corner. Oh. But I don't know if there's a place they can stay there. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's possible that we let them take Kester back up to Ender Isle, and then we go up there ourselves here soon enough. I mean, it seems like we're going to have to go up there soon anyway, so... I just hope they can stay safe. But we'll talk to them about that when we see them. Okay. Um, come with me. Uh, we have a secret base. Ooh, a secret base. It, I really wish it were cooler. It's mostly... There's a lot of bones. Okay. Now, do you want to just wait for um, either um, Center or Lenore? Yeah. Um, I mean, if we if we do the thing where we go up and uh, hand off Kester up at the north end of town, um, does that go okay? Do we need to roll anything for that? Uh, yeah, actually, um, that'd be a, that'd be a good thing. Um, so, so in the middle of the night, uh, are you going to meet them there? Mm-hmm. Okay. You will get up to the northwest corner. And at an agreed-upon location on Airy Street. Mm-hmm. And you will find uh, Tiara and Kinsena, uh their clothes wet, having come up out of the river. Mm-hmm. Um, hiding in an alleyway. Mm-hmm. And when you sort of pass by, uh, Tiara would come out uh, disguised as uh, Lenore, actually. Mm. Uh, uh, actually, you, ju- you just see Lenore come out of the from around the corner. Lenore? What are you doing here? It's, Hold on. Uh, and uh, she just goes, sorry, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Tiara. It's me. Oh, God. Okay. Let's, let's. She looks like Lenore. She's talking like Lenore. By all, by all accounts, she's Lenore. Mm-hmm. She just goes, I was worried about us being here and them recognizing us. So I thought that I might, you know, look like Lenore. That's a good call. Kinsena, um, do you want to talk about what, what the issue is? So Kinsena comes out. She's got like a hood up uh, and uh, she's taken on the form of somebody who looks like they could be like Lenore's relative, mm. like maybe like a cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, I try not to talk about this too much. I, I, um, I have a condition. I have to remain within 1500 feet of Academy wherever at any time. Oh, now, as long as I stay close to the to Academy, I'm fine. But if I go out, I, I get sick. Endronile was the closest place we could live to Academy without having ludicrous housing prices and. Yeah. 
you know, not a lot of attention. A lot of the people that live near Academy, you know, they know magic things, and I was worried that if they found out about my curse, that, um, they might try to bring me in for study of some kind. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm looking at all of the places we've met them. Uh, they're all within, like, 1,200, 1,400 uh-huh. feet of Academy. Uh-huh. They're all close to Academy. Uh, with the, um, Lenore's house is 1,200 feet from Academy. Jittery Quill's 1,400 feet from Academy. And I think those are the only places... Well, you haven't seen Kinsena away from her house. Yeah, but... Uh, You've met Tiora uh, yeah. within all those spaces. Yeah. Tiora was down here. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've seen Tiora other places. But, um... Okay. I'm I'm so sorry. Um, uh, you know, um, it's fine. It's something that's sort of been in our fa- in my family for a long time. Uh, the history of this. Yeah, I guess um, you wouldn't be able to uh, cross the bridge to come over. No, with the wooden bridges gone, you're stuck. I'm stuck. Uh, well, obviously, I'm here now. Yeah, after swimming across the the narrows. I like to. I hear that there's a, there's going to be a curfew in effect. Uh, Is there a place we can go within range of Academy? Yeah, I mean, there's there's the house, but they might be watching the house at the moment. Um, we could go to the Jittery Quill. Um, that place. Let's go there. Okay. Okay. So you go to the Jittery Quill, uh, and um, and I believe it's still open. Uh, it's one of those uh, one of those college student coffee shops open until like 2am or something. Yeah, something like that. You push your way in and uh, you meet Darren, the dwarf that runs the place. Yes. Uh, and he would go, ah, recognize a few of you. Hi. You, you uh, what, what guys is Ophelia in right now? Uh, Ophelia's in her, um, she would be in her siren guys right now. Okay. Would he, has Darren seen the siren guys? I'm not sure. Sh- uh, and he saw Ophelia. Yeah, he's seen Ophelia in the um, in the social identity. I don't think he's seen Siren. Okay, actually, I don't know. I don't know if Darren's seen the rest of you. No, no, Darren's no, only seen Ophelia. We we went here to. Um, Darren wasn't here then. Oh, somebody else was working then. Oh, yes, I think it was a human bartender. Yes, uh, and Center went up to talk to them about the um, the use of magic in the in the mm-hmm. coffee shop. Yes, so he goes. Okay, what can I do for you? You want some coffee? Yeah, Something a little yeah. stronger? Yeah, uh, I mean, just just coffee for now. Um, if you could put the uh, leave the cream and sugar on the table. Yeah, um, right. Then. You know, there the places. You know, it's there's still people here. Mm-hmm. The conversations are being kept to. Yeah. Kind of a whisper. And um, uh, a hot chocolate for the sleepy kiddo. Hello. I'm really tired. Sorry, we'll get you to bed here soon. So, um, what seems to be the problem? Problem? You look concerned. You know, um, there's just a lot going on. Um, this is, we, um, heard about what happened at Omita Square earlier today. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty bad, huh? Um, you know, everybody seems really concerned, and I think it's just feeding off and uh, everybody's feeding off everybody else's anxiety, and it's hmm. 
everybody's worried. It's a shame what happened to Commandant Endrin. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, I, um, I wasn't there to see it, but, um, it sounded horrifying. That's what all accounts seem to be pointing to. Anyway, let me get you those coffees. Wait. What? You hear a lot of stuff about, uh, magic and things that people are working on at Academy, right? I hear my share, yeah. Have you heard anything about things that might enable somebody to come back from death like that? <laughs> Coming back from death is, uh, it's one of those things that anybody, uh, who deals enough in magic, they all seem to find out a way. You know, it seems that for people well-versed and well-connected well in the ways of magic, death is more of a revolving door than a, an ending. But, from what I heard, it happened so quick. Nobody cast a spell or anything, as far as yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that was what I heard. I'm coming up blank. It's, uh... Hard to say. The manner of magic that's at play there is... Well, what have you heard? About I, what, how she came back? Hear anything about what people saw or anything um, like that? I heard from somebody who was there that after Endrin shot the two arrows into her, and it, she, it, it destroyed her body, and then she got back up and it knitted itself back together. Hmm. I don't know what sort of thing could do that. And she just put herself back together. I, I mean, or something else did. Without any magic, without any spells. I, I mean, yeah, it's... The only thing I've ever heard that can do something like that is a troll. Yeah, trolls can regenerate, unless you hit them with fire. Oh. Or acid. You could tear a troll completely apart, and they'll still come back if you don't hit them with fire or acid. But Queen Iliosa's human. I'm not saying that she's got troll blood or anything like that. I've, I've seen her, like... It's not a drop of troll blood in that woman, but, uh... <laughs> maybe something similar. Some sort of enchantment that would enable that? Possibly. Wow. I don't know. One for the books, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, um, thanks. Let me go get those coffees for you. Thanks. Okay. And, uh, do you want to do anything else while you're here? There is a room at the Jittery Quill. Ah. Uh, hey, Edgar? Hmm? Do you want to stay here? I think I'd prefer the safe house. All right. Um, In the Gray District. Lenore, uh, Kinsina. We could put you up. It wouldn't be too much trouble? Of course not. Okay. So, uh... We'll, we'll, we'll get the room. My brain is full of thoughts. Um, you yeah. want to talk about them? Oh, it's it's mostly just that I'm very concerned about the stuff that's going on, and I'm I'm hoping that um, the jittery quill is sufficiently safe for Tiora and Kinsana to stay at, because if they have to run, um, they won't be able to get very far away from Academy from here. Yes, um, which is you know potentially dangerous. Um, but I think this will be okay. I was I was thinking. Um, sorry, what I was thinking of was that uh, last time. Ophelia stayed here for more than a couple of days. They were like, hey, this isn't really a place for long-term lodging. Yeah. So I'm, uh, uh, so I got to keep that in mind. Um, you well, might 
You you could also establish that, that yes. she's in danger if you wanted. Yeah. Oh, I suppose I could. Yeah. 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 This guy. Yeah, that this was guy's... that was sort of that was sort of his reason was uh, you seem like you can take care of yourself in this place as yeah. I try to keep it available to people who are in danger. Oh yeah yeah um okay okay yeah um uh well um uh Damien will go back up uh to where the guy's making the coffees um so we have a we have a friend uh who um. She's in danger. Um, mm-hmm. And we heard that you will lodge people here if they're in danger. Of course. Um, this is this is our friend, Kinsena. Um, uh, she and um, Lenore are going to be staying here um, for a while, if that's all right. Um, we'll, we'll put up all of the, the money up front for uh, the next couple of weeks, if you want. I know that's not Lenore. It's, it's complicated. It's part of the reason they're in danger. Very well. Say no more. There's a lot of people that uh, run afoul of Academy. Look for a safe place to stay. I try to make this one of them. Thank you. As long as you're paying. Yeah. It's yours. How much will that be? Five silver a night. Five for as long as you want her hair. All right. Um... Uh, take, um, 15 gold for the month, uh, and then an extra five for, uh, okay. for your accommodation. Okay. Thanks. I'll, I'll put it to good use. Thank you. Um, uh, so, uh, Kester, if you want to visit, well, um, if you want to stay I, here. I could stay here, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can stay here. You guys are going to be safe here. Okay. Are you going to be safe? I don't know if I can answer that truthfully. I don't know if we're going to be safe. But we're okay at getting ourselves out of danger. Right. And with that, I think we will probably call it for now. Okay. Okay. So we are, we are giving. We are giving. We have nine days, eight days now. Eight days until um, Lenore can be unstoned. Till, yeah, and we can probably get you into Endronile before that with Center. Yeah, with Center, yep. Because we're gonna get we're gonna get in contact with Center. It's it's very good. I like having I like having Center around. I'm excited to play her again. I'm excited to go up to Endronile. It sounds like lots of crap is going down up there. Oh boy! I'm yes. also very glad that we were able to get Kester's parents out and safe and they're yes. they're safe and Kester is safe uh, and we have a safe place to stay and what is going to happen to Ven Carlo? Who knows? <laughs> Find out next time on Curse of the Crimson Throne! Thank you. Curse the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are productions of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz by Philip Melvin. Sound effects were produced by Sirenscape, including our outro song, Conquistador. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again in two weeks with Session 48. We're not selling it now DVDs. available on home video. Did, did I ever tell you about uh, the the idea that I had? Uh, of course, I told you we have the we have the uh, the contact form on the fridge still, uh, <laughs> which was which was uh, for a charity auction. Uh, I was going to make uh, a tape collection of one of our first podcasts. Hmm. Do you remember this? I do. Yeah, I still might do it. Um, we, we've we've managed to find a guy who converts MP3s to cassette tapes, and I, I wanted to make a tape collection of the first season of the po- of of a podcast we did together. One of uh, the first things we did together. Yeah, when we were first just getting to know we each other when friends. we were friends. That was fun. That was fun.